Where did it go? It's the news, according to me. Well, good. I guess this is already Friday. Friday morning, September 15th, 8.06 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I am your host with the most and with no no cup. Actually, I do have a, uh, I do have a sort of have a cup here. I got, I've got a thermos. I have my thermos. I am in Raleigh-Durham. I guess it's is it South Carolina, North Carolina, wherever it is. It's one of the Carolinas. I, I can never remember where it's at. I think it's South Carolina. Uh, I guess I'm actually in Durham, Durham, uh, near the RTP area. But anyway, the, uh, oh my goodness, the, uh, the, the, oh, what a day I had yesterday. Um, trying to get here was a real uh, challenge. Today I will, uh, I'm, I'm actually going to be uh, heading out here just shortly, and I'm going to end up in El Paso tonight. Now, tomorrow morning, Actually, it doesn't really matter tomorrow morning. There's no show tomorrow morning anyway. But uh, today's show, I was, I was thinking about doing this live. I was seriously thinking about doing it because I, I just, I wasn't, but I wasn't prepared. I just didn't have my the proper equipment. I could do it on my laptop or my uh, iPad. I could, actually, this, the way I'm recording this right now is on my iPad. You can probably tell by the sound quality that I'm, I'm recording this uh, on something other than my normal studio microphone. I do have a microphone that I travel with, and if I if I go live, I'd I'd, I'd much rather use that system and uh, use the the laptop rather than the iPad. But it's uh, I, I can't really play music and that kind of thing on. Uh, I'd have to do it through my phone. It's it's a it's a it's just a hassle. So I'm, I'm I didn't do it this way. However, I am going to uh, go ahead and, and just do a, a recorded show. Hopefully be able to post this. That's going to be the key is to be able to post this before noon today. I have, um, there's a few things I want to talk about. There's, there's a lot of weird things going on. And this is kind of, uh, and maybe some of you can give me some feedback on this. I'm, I'm thinking about having a theme for each particular day of the week. So we might have like uh, Conspiracy Theory Thursday or uh, you know, monitor Monday, whatever it is, just, uh, I, I don't know, having some kind of themes throughout the week so that, so that on Tuesdays I talk about a particular topic. Um, like, like, so like Topical Tuesday, where I just go over all kinds of headlines that are the topics of the day. Then, then there maybe Wednesday, just something like that. I can be creative and figure out, figure that part of it out. But it's, just a thought of mine that uh, that would give give the the podcast some context on a regular basis to keep me honed in on a particular particular thing. But that's that, that kind of changes the whole character of the show because the show basically is more about me just opening up the top of my brain, kind of like Joe Biden. He said he had his head taken out and they checked to see if he had a brain or whatever I think he was kind of he was trying to be funny but he's, he's, he's never funny he's just, he's just funny ha ha not funny he he so I don't, I don't know um, anyway he, he's, he's yeah, yeah so the part of the show is just that I, I just, you know I just kind of open up my thoughts spill it out that's all out there on the table and uh, there you go just kind of of me just kind of exposing my brain for a few moments and that's kind of the the, the character of the show right now which i don't know if that's uh i think it can morph into something better maybe will it be better or will it be just different 
uh, not necessarily better. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of tossing some of these ideas around. And, uh, and of course, then whether or not I can actually maintain that kind of a discipline. The um, one of the big issues right now, I think it's, uh, and of course, I've, I've, all this year I've been trying to get this other podcast going. I've talked about the kind of the conspiracy theory podcast. Um, problem is, I, conspiracy theories have a tendency to turn out to be not theories at all They're, uh, these days. What's a conspiracy theory on Thursday by month by the following Monday is actually you know it's actually happening. Um, apparently, the the left now is starting to tremble in their shoes. Uh, they're getting very concerned. Uh, they're they're the ripples of of what's going on with Joe Biden are kind of, uh, I guess, trickling down into the news media, and they're figuring out finally. That hey, this this Joe Biden character maybe uh, he can't win. When you have every single candidate in this mo most recent polling, which was kind of bizarre because Nikki Haley actually did better, but it, it's this most recent polling, credible polling, is that Joe Biden loses to every single major candidate on the Republican ticket. For the nomination, so uh, they're a little concerned about that. Uh, more than just a little concerned. So now they're asking serious questions about, you know, is he is he healthy? Now you have to realize this guy's running for president for four more years. He hasn't finished out. He's got a year and a half left on this term, and supposedly he's going to go four more years. Really? Are they? Did they? I think people are starting to wake up to the fact that, hey, this, this may not be good. Nancy Pelosi recently being asked if Kamala Harris should be his running mate. Well, President Biden thinks so. And But when she's flat out asked whether or not she thinks so, she's, she dances all around the... She never answers the question. She's a very capable woman. She's, they say, well, she hasn't done anything. Well, she's the vice president. That's, that's the job description. Vice president doesn't do anything. So if her job description is that she doesn't do anything, then how do you know what she can do? I, this, she's very accomplished. She was a this and that. She, well, you know how she got the positions she got was by being in certain positions. There's, there's, she has, if you ever listened, she's word saladed her way to everywhere she's at. She learned very, there's this art of communication where you can talk and not say anything. And she's very good at it. When someone asked her, yeah, I asked her a point blank question about some things, about global warming or whatever it is. She said, well, yes, that's something we need to have a conversation about. Okay, that's what we're having. We're having a conversation. We want to talk to you and want to get your, get your opinions on something. Well, we need to have a conversation about that. What about, uh, when, when should a, uh, how, how long should the, is the viability of a this is this is what this is where they really back themselves into a corner sometimes because they always say this is ridiculous they'll say that uh, Republicans will say no they the Democrats want to have abortion legal to, to up to full term and of course they was oh that's ridiculous nobody's saying that oh yes I, I have audio there's plenty of audio video 
of Democrats in high positions saying that very thing. People who are in charge of legislation in certain states are saying they want to have, and in fact, they're talking about full-term abortion. In other words, you have the baby. It's called afterbirth abortion. Not even partial birth, where they just allow everything but the head to come out and kill the child. They want to have the, the, the child completely born and then aborted. Completely viable. This is, this is where we're at with this. And they're talking about this. Well, the baby would be kept comfortable and all this and that, and then the parents would make a decision. The parents would make a decision. Like, that's the way it always goes. So, but then, then they turn around and say, well, that's ridiculous. And just, just like the whole thing right now, the, the narrative right now is there's no evidence, there's no evidence, there's no evidence on, on, on uh, Joe Biden in terms of his impeachability. They just look at the evidence and they say there's no evidence of any wrongdoing. They, they, this is the ultimate in gaslighting. What you see, you're not seeing what you see. Don't believe your lying eyes. Don't listen to your, your lying ears. It, it's The whole thing here is all about just denying that it, that it even exists. Unless, you know, Joe Biden himself comes out and admits it and says something about it, or they can find a deposit into Joe Biden's personal account, they're not going to believe it. It's interesting how so many people uh, are, this, this whole thing about China, there, look at the, observe the legislators, the, the, the people in Congress and the people in government, observe the people who are actually sticking up for and defending China, who want to have, oh, a strong China means it, you know, it's good for everybody. Uh, China's agenda is, uh, and we don't want China to totally collapse. That's that's not the point here. It's that would not be good. But we also don't want to see China continue to to go down the same road they're going down. They they have a. They want to be the major power in the world, and they want to see their governmental system basically controlling everything in the world. Uh, there's no question about that. that. That's that's Xi Jinping's. That's part of their whole, their whole uh, opera, opera, operatus modus operandi, whatever the other thing is. That's that's what they want to do. And this has been documented several times by some very good researchers that we've looked into the whole CCP, the, the Communist uh, Chinese Communist Party uh, agenda, what they're planning to do, where they're where they're progressing towards. They want to have the complete... The, the, and what they've done there, they've gone to a cashless system there, basically, again. And uh, they have a social credit score, this whole thing. So the government controls what you can do, what you can spend money on. It's exactly where we're headed in this country as well. And they, they see this as a good thing. It's good for the people. They want to be your overlords. We know it's good for you. You don't need to own anything. We'll just take care of all that. We'll own everything. We'll, you just, you'll be happy. We'll, we'll make sure you're happy until you're not. 
So no, they won't come after everybody. They have to they have to have the masses of people that they can control and manipulate. Those who will be obedient. You only have to you only have to control a few people. This is um, this is kind of a morbid way of looking at it. But let me explain to you uh, how this works from a terrorist point of view. If a small terrorist group wants to control a large group of people, you only have to uh, kill the first few that attack you, and then you leave the bodies laying there. And people stepping over dead bodies to come after you typically will just keep the masses at bay. Well, that's what happened to the last guy. I'm not going to be the next guy. We're just going to go ahead and comply. We're going to sit here not do anything. Because after all, I don't want to be that dead guy laying there. So everyone complies. And it's a, a, a relatively small number of people can control a relatively large number of people simply through fear of that, of that nature. This happened on 9-11. If you don't think that the, the people on those planes, they, they, you know that they witnessed the killing of flight attendants and pilots who if they took over the airplane. People sat there in the, air, in the, in the seats of, those, of that plane and did nothing. As far as we know. And they were too scared to move forward because of the people who were, they would have to step, the bodies they would have to step over to get to those terrorists. So it's, it's a, it's a very uh, tricky thing. Now, so what they're doing is they, they divide and conquer. They'll, they'll, they'll take one group and punish them for doing something. And they'll, they'll try to get the majority of people on their side for doing so because they've vilified them for so long. Here's, here's what the left has done. They, they've vilified this ultra-maga crowd. This, every time they mention Donald Trump's name, they include the word racist. This is what Bernie Sanders did every time. He would just, it would just flow off his mouth like, like water from a duck's back. It was just, well, Donald Trump is a racist. And then he would go on to do, talk about his stuff. Capitalism's bad. These mega-rich people, ultra-rich, got to go after the ultra-rich. That's why we're hiring all these IRS agents. Go after those people. Well, there's, there's only about 500 of them. So why are you hiring so many? Well, why don't you just use the resources you have right now to go after the ultra-rich? If that's what, how we're going to pay for all this. they got to pay their fair share. It's, it's a lie. The whole thing's a lie. It's a, it's a phony. Yeah, sure, sure, everybody should pay their taxes. Uh, everybody should pay whatever taxes that are, the code that the code allows, and, and they should get all the loopholes that the code allows as well. They should get all any kind of deductions that the code code allows. They need to change the code if that's what they don't want to do it that way. Just problem is they their big donors are the ones who ask them to change the code. It's it's all a, it's an underhanded shell game that they continue to to manipulate and gaslight the American people on. And all the while, they're taking away more and more of your independence with the promise of giving you safety in exchange for your liberty. And this is, the, the Founding Fathers understood people. The pe people, uh, let's just put it this way. The basic problems that people have, the basic insecurities that they have, the issues that they have, have not changed over time. And you know, man's basic selfishness, his basic uh, need to self-preserve, to cling to what he has, and to you know, to 
it's it, monetarily it has not changed in, in thousands of years. People are selfish. People are self-centered. They have egos. They have a, a desire to control more, to have more. Um, this is many times it's just a, a and they feed on that. They use this. And it's, uh, this is why we're in a spiritual battle at this point. The, the, the spirits, the spiritual war that is going on is very clear if you have your eyes open to what, you know, what the enemy's intent is and how, how the, how this is the kingdom of darkness working, basically, in many, in so many ways. And the, the enemy certainly knows what, what it is that, what kind of temptations people fall to, what they're vulnerable to. And I guarantee you that the enemy of your soul will not, you know, he's relentless, he's not going to go away unless you resist properly. So we have uh, the, the situation right now where, where Joe Biden, and, and they're, they're pushing right now, there, there's some talk like uh, they may have Michelle Obama come in as a vice president with Gavin Newsom. I don't think Michelle Obama is going to step into the spotlight again. I don't, don't think she's going to do that. Um, uh, now, Gavin Newsom, obviously, he's, he's, he's out there. He's out on the campaign trail now. He's, he's not announcing anything, but they're going to throw him in at the last minute. Gavin Newsom is a very slick individual. It's going to be very difficult. He, I've listened to him in a few interviews, and he is very good with manipulating the words around that will make him look intelligent. And yet, he's not saying anything. He's not. He, he's very deceptive. Let's just put it that way. He's very deceptive. He has a way of changing history or twisting history. Well, look! Look at the way he justifies himself going out to have dinner during COVID, when everyone else has to wear a mask. All the all the restaurants are shut down. Yet he goes out with his cronies, no masks, at a restaurant, having dinner. And he justifies it. It's just, this is, the, this is who these people are. Rules for thee, not for me. This is, they're above it all. They're, they're part of the upper, upper class, the ruling class, the oligarchy. And they have total control on, and it, you know, look at Larry Elder going up against him. Um, it, it, it's amazing to me, like, like the, most of the polls that I've seen, about 94% of the American people who are actually you know, real, real people, who are, do, who do not trust mail-in ballots. 90, like 94% do not trust mail-in ballots. So where is this idea coming from that we have to have mail-in ballots? It's, it's absolutely amazing to me. Now, how they're going to get this accomplished, and again, like I've said, they, they're war-rooming this up and down all, the, you know, all day long right now. I, I, I can guarantee you that that's what they're doing. The... Uh, 
and the options, I, I, as I've spoken of before, are quite, uh, well, they're all over the place. The, uh, there were some, some headlines I saw here recently. Uh, even when, even the view is kind of turning on Joe Biden, if you know, familiar with what the, what the view is, Joy Behar, all those weird, I guess Joy Behar is like 80 years old. I had no idea she was that old. Uh, she doesn't look that old. Kind of makes you wonder. Um, uh, what is, where is this one headline? I was going to, well, anyway. So one of the things I want to talk about um, is this whole global warming thing. I don't know if you've noticed or not. Uh, anybody who's listening to the news recently or been involved in anything, especially um, just kind of generally watching the news, even passively watching the news, you're going to get the impression that there are floods, fires, earthquakes, all kinds of things happening all over the world right now, uh, that there are uh, forest fires flooding, uh, landslides, you name it, you know, torrential rains, thorn, storms, all this kind of stuff. Anytime, anywhere in the world right now that they can push a story of flooding, of rain, torrential rain, of uh, storms of any kind, weird, anything weird with the weather that happens, that has been happening since millennia, they now have the ability to push those stories out ahead of everything else and get them all out there. Anytime there's a, there's a story about the weather, it's got to be even even if nobody's hurt, or if, even if just one person is killed, we have to have that story out there in front of everybody. They need to get that impression of this is what's and because this is all global warming's fault. You're going to hear more and more of this ramping up. There have been storms in the past, back when, back in the 80s and 90s even. You would hear of a major storm moving through, knocking down thousands of acres of trees, knocking down whatever it was, but rain dumping on on air. And it was it never made national news. It only made it through like local news, trickling down and filtering back to people who had heard about what happened over there. Or, or even even here, I uh, remember uh, there was a, a storm that moved through uh, northern Wisconsin back in the '90s, and it was it was devastating. It did just it it uh, took out a large swath of, of an area. Power was out, all kinds of issues. N- never made national news whatsoever. None of it. Today, that that story would be front and center. They would have that on a splash headline. It would be big deal. Um. Because those news events, those weather events now, have to be brought forward to make it sound like they're happening every day. The whole script of the, uh, the inconvenient truth that Al Gore spoke of is the whole. That's that's the script. The waters are going to rise, and the you know the fires, flash fires are going to happen, and this is going to happen, that's going to happen, and all these weather events are going to happen, and, and it's um, you know the the planet's going to be on fire. Well, that's what they have to portray. Now, there is some interesting government uh, leaking coming out now about some things. There, about uh, there's one particular individual who's a little bit. Uh, it's a little bit alarming because this guy 
is talking about technology that is very obscure, but it does exist. And he's talking about our government having facilities on the South Pole in that area, Antarctica, that are able to control harmonics in the Earth and be able to cause things like weather events and earthquakes. If this is the case, and if they have an agenda to tax us because of carbon emissions and all that kind of stuff. Now, this this whole carbon emissions thing, there, there have been a couple of really good documentaries, and I, if I have a way to post these, I'm going to try to get a way to get them out there. The, the man who was a co-founder of Greenpeace, of all places, ha, has basically been red-pilled. He's, he's come out and, and speaking out in boldly, very boldly, about the, the whole carbon emission thing and how ridiculous it is and how they're lying to us about this whole thing. It's, it's very, very telling. I mean, he's, he's a brilliant guy. He understands science very well and understands the, the climate very well. He's talking about how this whole thing is just a, it's a sham. It's a farce. And there, there are uh, several other people who have come out and, and talked about the, the global warming or the climate change issues and how this, this is not. Uh, this is, it's, it's, it's baloney. It's just baloney. And it's how they're using it to manipulate and how, what they're doing to, uh, to cause the manipulation is extremely amazing. It's just um, the whole thing is, is obviously do, being done by people in power who have the time to work on this stuff and, and uh, have this agenda. They do have an agenda. There, there's talk about uh, 2030 being the Great Reset moment. That's, that's, everybody's got that as a target date try to reset everything. And this, this is going to be partially the BRICS thing, the, ca the cashless society, the uh, social scores, the social credit scores that we're going to have. Everything's going to be wrapped up into this. Uh, this is only seven, you know, six and a half years, years, years from now. But when you see how, how quickly things changed after the pandemic, how they want to kind of keep that promoted as well, I guess only tw about 20% of the population right now is, uh, is going after the boosters which tells you something about the lack of confidence now in the whole vaccine thing. Um, that, the tide has changed on that one. I, I know a lot of people are just saying they're, not, they're absolutely refusing to wear masks. I do see people wearing masks um, in the airports, probably about one out of every hundred people I see in airports and on traveling uh, is wearing a mask. I see a few people, uh, some of the, a few flight attendants that have been wearing masks. Um, I don't see any other flight crew. I don't see pilots wearing masks at all. Once, once in a while, I see one. I may have seen one the last few months, but I, I can't even recall where that was or when that was. Um, the, uh, so, so, the, so the continuation here is that there is uh, there's going to be more and more of this uh, agenda being pushed, the fear-mongering. And, and then it gets back to the how deadly the COVID virus is. We're basically, people are so afraid of the word COVID now that somebody did, did some research. Um, people above the age of, I think it was from the age of 20, maybe it was it's either 18 or 20, up to, I think, age of 50. You have a risk of being hospitalized or, or possibly dying. Uh, the risk if exposed, I think is at point, 
it's zero point one five percent something like that that you'll be uh, hospitalized there's a if you're below the age of 20 or maybe it was 18 it's zero point zero one two percent something like that um, it, if you're exposed that's your risk of being hospitalized now your your risk of catching it's even less than that so it's just it go, it's and, and we're we're having this conniption fit that's almost the rate of I mean the flu kills more people the flu actually has a higher rate the, the, the common flu each, each year and and so just the fact that it's the it, that it's the COVID it's the Rona now has this stigma with it that people are just terrified of it and most everybody has had it by now now they finally have some very good studies that have come out of course they're not they're not pushing these studies about natural immunity or uh, you know the the whole thing where if you if once you've had COVID your your ability to fight it off now and then of course there's the uh, the viability of masks as well have been basically shown to be uh, very good studies have been shown to be nil basically nothing it's inconclusive whether they are actually beneficial or not so of course now Anthony Fauci he said well well you see uh, well as a whole in stopping the the the, the, the pandemic, it, it doesn't help, but on an individual level, on an individual level, it helps. Well, what does he think the, the, what does he think the masses are made of? The masses are made of, of individuals. So supposedly it's supposed to help on an individual level, but not on a mass level. That, that's an asinine statement coming from a man who's apparently an idiot. Who thinks we're well, actually? He thinks we're idiots. That he can make that kind of a stipulation and, and think we're gonna, gonna. Well, most I guess most people won't think past that. Oh, okay. It's it's just individual level. So we can help all the individuals, but the mass, the the, the you know the all the individuals out there, made it make up the mass. All of a sudden, that doesn't it doesn't affect that at all. The overall doesn't affect that at all, but it affects individuals. It's ridiculous. And people just buy it. Nobody pushes back on that. Um, there's a guy named Anomaly. Uh, he's got a channel called Anomaly. He, he just did a very, very good uh, interview with Vivek Ras, Ramaswamy. And he really pushed on some things and asked him some very tough questions. Um, you know, pulled out a lot. There's, because there's a lot of very bad information right now out there. There's a lot of stuff about Vivek that's that's not really true. I mean, it's being portrayed um, very incorrectly about Vivek without him having a chance to re re rebut it. And uh, he, he gave this guy, Anomaly, he gave him some time to, to ask him some questions about this stuff. And, and sure enough, uh, Vivek was able to explain the numbers, explain a lot of this stuff. And it makes sense what happened, and all the things that were going on. Like, there's, you know, he's 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 uh, disclosed his income tax statements for like the last twenty years, whatever, all this kind of stuff. And there's media reports that he he made millions of dollars, and he was saying that he didn't have enough money for college, so he took a grant. 
well, he, he comes right out and says, well, I didn't, I didn't have that money at the beginning of the year before I started the, started the, to, I, when he took the grant to, to go to college, he didn't have, that money was not in his bank, and, but he made that money during that time. Um, however, he said, even if a guy has a million dollars and somebody gives him, wants to give him a grant for, to, to go to college, take the grant. He said, he said, he, I said, I would have been unwise not to take the grant. They're not going to give it to somebody else. It's, it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's, um, it, it makes sense. It's kind of like Donald Trump being said, well, he didn't pay, he didn't pay taxes on the blah, blah, blah. You know, Hillary Clinton did that. And he goes, you know what? Because I'm smart. Because if you want to change the, if you want me to pay more taxes, you need to change the tax code. It's your fault, basically, for not, you know, because the reason I didn't pay taxes is because I, I, because of the rules you made as a senator, Hillary Clinton. So, for her buddies, he's just flat out honest about it. Yeah, he didn't, didn't do anything wrong. He didn't, do, he didn't break any laws. They never did catch him on any tax evasion issues. Oh, we got his tax returns. Whatever. That's, yeah, we, we know he's, he made a lot of money. We know he's, in, in the past he has paid a lot of money in taxes. He's also had years where he didn't pay money in taxes. There's, money I, there's, there's years I've had to pay tax. There's years I've had re- refunds for the taxes. And of course, now I have a payroll tax, so I, I get money taken out of my check every week. Every time I get a paycheck, I get money taken out with holdings. Most people do. And then they think it's great when they get money back at the end of the year. Oh, look at that money. I got. Um, that was your money, by the way. Government was holding on to it all that time. So think about those kinds of things. It's just, you know, they, we become so numb to the fact that, well, you know, this is what I make, and it's after withholdings. Where, where's that money going? Actually, you have the, in the tax code, you have the right to actually tell your employer not to withhold anything. You don't have to have withholdings. You can keep that money. You can have your entire check if you want to, other than Social Security, I think, and, and a couple couple little things that they have to take out. Um, they, they take those things out, and then at the end of the year, you just pay taxes on it. The government doesn't like that, doesn't like you holding on to your money because, you know, most people won't pay it at the end of the year because when you realize how much you're paying out in the, at the end of the year, oh, I pay $15,000 in taxes. Yeah, well, you didn't notice it because, you know, you're, they, take, they only took out 1000 a month there for the 12 months, whatever. You don't realize how much they're taking until you have to write a big check out at the end of the year. They don't want you to do that. It becomes too obvious. So the manipulation continues. That's just the way it works. Of course, now Harry Reid had no idea that that's what was going on. He's, you know, it's just he, he, there's an interview with him talking about how you know Russia or China or someplace. I think it was Russia. They how they have withhold. They take money right out of your check. They take it right out of your check. I'm like, that's what they do here. And the guy was the guy was saying, well, that's what that's what withholdings are here. Well, but over there they take it right out of your check. I'm like, apparently uh, Harry Reid didn't have any idea what he was talking about. It's just really bizarre. Well, folks, um, it is Friday, and it is, uh, you know, it's, it's already Friday again. Man, it just seems like uh, the week just flies by. But we're coming into another weekend. Time to pray for our nation, pray for our, our leaders, and to uh, to just trust in God that he's, he's got this under control. And he's, he's, got, he's got a plan. He's got a purpose. He's got, a, he's got this. Uh, and we're in the middle of it. We're his people. 
and we will be uh, you know, he's, he's provided for us in the midst of all this we just need to trust in his provision for us uh, in every way and uh, it's, it's, it's not going to be easy it's not going to be an easy road but he's not looking for a bride that's pampered eating bonbons watching soap operas he's, he's looking for a bride that's disciplined and has some character so that's what we're doing He's developing our character in the midst of all this stuff. Helping us to pull together and be uh, one in Him. So folks, God bless. Have a great weekend. Shalom. And uh, we will continue to press forward. Press on. Keep the faith. God bless.